What is going on, everybody? It is your man, Jay Swan, and I'd like to welcome y'all to the Free Spit Podcast. I'll be talking about what's going on in music, sports, entertainment, and also giving you that free spirit talk. Y'all stay tuned. Everybody, it is your man Jay Swan, and welcome to the eighth episode to the Free Spare Podcast. I hope everyone is enjoying this lovely Tuesday, April fifth. I know I am real nice, lovely morning. Why, man? I'm back in Baltimore, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. There's a lot that went down, like you know, WrestleMania happened over the weekend. I watched both, you know, shows. Uh, night one and night two and i will be getting to those later and i will also be talking about the channing crowder russell wilson sierra you know um news like you know later on but right now you already know what's about to go down i do this every episode every episode right the free spare talk and today's topic is Simps versus gentlemen. The difference between those two. A simp versus a gentleman. And like, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know the word simp existed. Like, I'm going to be straight up telling you the truth. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, um, but surprisingly, that word has been around since forever. And I'm just paying attention to it. It's just... Now, you know, it's universally used. You know what I'm saying? And the simp is a guy who, you know, puts like, you know, he do these things for these, you know, like a, you know, for women or a girl or whatever. And he buys her stuff, but he's not getting anything in return. And he's like, you know, thinking everything should be handed to him like you know what i'm saying he's paying all these things for a girl that he don't even know for real but he's not getting anything in return like i said but i'm gonna break it down like you know we live in a world where you know guys will do stuff like that and like you know um first of all Honestly, I talked about this before. It's kind of similar to the nice guys from the slash thing. So, like, um, and I pretty much debunked that. You see, the thing with that is, you know, a simp is, you know, I see a lot of guys do this these days, especially in these times. And, like, they have no self-respect. Like, yo, you got to have respect for yourself. At the end of the day, self-respect. And like, you know, just because you buy a girl something doesn't mean she owes you anything. Nobody in this world 
you know, owes you nothing. For real. Like, on some true shit. Like, no, no bullshit at all. Like, think about it. Like, you know, I said, like, before... Like, you could buy stuff for, like, you know, a girl that you know, like, your friend, you know, like, you know, your girlfriend and stuff like that. Somebody that you actually know. But if this girl don't even know you, bro, like, don't even, like, you know, waste your time. Like, she does not owe you anything. And I see a bunch of dudes, like, I am not going to lie. They will pay, you know, $500, $1,000 you know, to that girl or, like, pay her whatever, like, you know, even if it's, like, you know, OnlyFans or, like, you know, you know, a cash app saying, like, hey, I'll pay for you, like, you know, whatever, just, like, you know, do these things for me. I feel like that is, like, you know, kind of simple and you kind of, you know, not valuing yourself as a man, right? Like, what's crazy is that, you know, you have, like, people will say, like, hey, being, you know, nice to a woman, like, you know, showing her respect or, you know, you know, treating her like a lady, you know what I'm saying, is simping. Bro, that is not simping. Do not listen to these fucking people out here that will lie, that will confuse you, saying all these things, like, you know, being nice to a woman it's simping. No, it is not. That's when the gentleman comes in. And I'm going to break it down what a gentleman is. You know, the nice guy. Like, you know, I talked about this before about the nice guy. I finished the last. Nice guy. You know, he has standards. He has morals. He does not have a criminal record. He's not trying to prove something that he is not. He is comfortable in his own skin. He is a true man. And, like, he knows when to, like, if he sees, like, a girl that's not interested in him, he walks away. He simply walks away from that. And, you know, the scent doesn't know when to turn that off. Like, if a girl is really not interested in you, bro, or, like, she has no type of you know feelings or like there's no reciprocity in that matter or like no real friendship then you just gotta walk away from that bro like if you think like you um you spending money with this girl or like you know what i'm saying or like and she's not even your friend like that is a big red flag for you my friend that is a big red flag I want you to, you know, you know, reevaluate yourself and look at your situation. Like, if she is not your, if she doesn't text you, she doesn't call you or check how you are doing, it's simple. She just doesn't like you. And, bro, that is okay. We are living on planet Earth where it is. 7 billion people, or I think I think the population went up. I think it may be 8 billion right now. But there's so many girls out here that, like, you know, that will, you know, treat you like a king. But you got to have respect for yourself. You just got to explore the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, 
Just remember, look your, I want you to do a favor for me. Look yourself in the mirror. You know, tell you know yourself that you know you have value. You have worth in this world. Like you have something to give. Like do not waste your time with you know um certain people that's not gonna like you know show you any kind of respect or like you know that's you know that's gonna waste your time like you don't want no one to waste your time like think about yourself you have a lot to give this world what i you know what i originally said just remember like you have to you know understand that every girl is not going to be out there for you like i've been rejected you know a lot of men has been rejected and that's okay and you know just remember like you know you got that it in you you just gotta find out what it is man and like you know i feel like every man on this planet can be a gentleman you know it's all about taking yourself serious you know Knowing when to walk away from situations and like you don't have to be the bad boy or like, you know, the guy with money to get the girl or whatever, bro. That, you know what I'm saying? I talked about it on my previous episode, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, yeah, simping is not, nah, that's not where it's at, yo, bro. It's not where it's at. So like, just remember, like, you know, um value yourself as a man you know um have respect for yourself and people will respect you and like you know build that confidence build that self-esteem build that you know that you know that spark in your head saying like hey she's not you know interested in me that is fine and like you know also, I want to bring this up, like, if your friend, like, I'm talking about, you know, a female friend. If your female friend, like, you know, needs help with, like, you know, a bill or a house bill or whatever, like, you know, something. If she's having, like, a hard time with money and you taking, you know, care of her, stuff like that, that does not make you a simp, bro. That does not. That's letting you know that you are a very supportive friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're there for her. Or, like, you know, um, or, like, say, for instance, you are, you know, she's having, like, troubled times. Like, you know, she needs somebody, like, you know, to talk to. And, like, you know, you're, like, you know, comforting her. Like, you know, you know, you, like, you're making her feel good about herself. You know, you, you're listening. You know, you're listening to her and like, you know, you're taking all of her, you know, emotions and you're not, you're listening to her and like, that doesn't make you a sip either. It's like, make you a good man. Like you're, you know, you're there for, you're being a real friend. So like, do not let society tell you like, if you treat a girl nice, if you treat her like a queen. You know what I'm saying? Or like you have this respect for her that does not make you a simp. And a lot of guys, you know, call that simping. 
And like, first of all, they won't even defend their, you know, own girlfriend or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Do not take the advice from those guys at all. Or they they won't even take up they for their girlfriend or their wife. You know what I'm saying? They just some losers or like, you know, they will mess you up in your head and you shouldn't even follow that, bro. But that's my whole breakdown as far as like, you know, what a simp is and what a gentleman is. It's kind of like what I talked about, you know, previous on my, uh, you know, episodes about the nice guy finish the last stuff. But pretty much a gentleman is a nice laid back guy who respects himself, respect people around him, respect women. And, you know, he knows like what to do in certain situations. He is not overly emotional. He don't let nothing like, you know, bother him or whatever. And he simply walks away from like certain situations. But that is segment one. I will be back talking about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about WrestleMania. And like, I cannot wait to talk about this, man. I watched this for like two days straight. And I was like, man, whew, this is one of the best WrestleManias I watched in a long time. But I'll be right back with a with a brief intermission. Y'all stay tuned. Let the song cry, speaking for my peers Asking myself, why am I here? These circumstances, so unfair Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore tears Let the song cry, speaking for my peers Asking myself, why am I here? Hear me out when I cry, Baltimore tears Home of- Welcome back to the Free Spirit Podcast, bro Welcome back, and man you know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about both of the nights of WrestleMania. And like WrestleMania 38 went down on Saturday and Sunday. And we're going to talk about, you know, the first night, right? And like, I did not expect the first, you know, show to be that good, man. Like, the matches were great. The booking was great. The audience, well, like the audience and the crowd slash the crowd were really involved. And like, I'm gonna talk about the matches that really stuck out to me. Like the, uh, there was like a couple of surprises, like with the Cody Rhodes showing up, you know, versus Seth Rollins. I knew me and Shamar, who was my best friend, we were watching WrestleMania, and. We were like, yo, Cody Rose is going to show up because, like, he left AEW and, like, you know, um, he signed a new contract with the WWE. So, you know, everybody was waiting. You know, once uh, Seth Rollins had that great entrance that he had, like, people were waiting, like, yo, we know it's Cody Rose, yo. We know it's Cody Rose. And then he showed up. And I'm going to tell you, the match was probably the best of the night. Probably. Like, you know, they were going back and forth, like super athletic. Like, you know, it reminded me, you know, you know who they remind me of? It's like, you know, it's like two Shawn Michaels in the same ring. Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes remind me of a lot of Shawn Michaels. Like, you know, I don't know how much they weigh around, like maybe 215, 220 or like around that range. Very athletic, very you know, 
like, you know, high flyers. Like, you know, I love, you know, what they're doing. And, like, also, um, oh, by the way, Cody won the match, by the way. Like, I feel like, you know, what's going to happen is going to be a feud in the future, right? It's going to be a feud with, like, since Cody Rhodes is in, like, you know, the WWE now, his wife might be partaking in the WWE as well. And, you know, Brandy Rose. And, like, who is Seth Rollins married to? Becky Lynch. Which may lead to a Rollins versus, you know, Rhodes feud. You know what I'm saying? And that's going to be great. A family, you know what I'm saying? A family feud, in a way. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see that. The Rollins versus the Rhodes. That's going to be great. Yeah, that's one I'm looking for in the future. And um, we're going to talk about the Ronda Rousey versus the Charlotte Flair match. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I did not expect, you know, uh, Ronda Rousey to lose. But, like, you know, I'm not surprised that she did. Because, like, here's the thing about Ronda Rousey. I got nothing against Ronda Rousey. I actually like Ronda Rousey. But my problem with Ronda Rousey is, is like it. It seems like she doesn't want to be there. It seems like she doesn't want to, you know, you know, have that heart to wrestle. Like she doesn't have that drive. It seems like you know, since her name is big, she's Ronda Rousey. It's like she, you know, what I'm saying, I feel like doesn't want to put that effort in effort you know what i'm saying and like you can actually see that in the match but the match was not bad it's just you know i'm not gonna say it was like you know horrible or anything but it was far from horrible like charlotte was doing some shit like charlotte like i'm not the biggest charlotte flame charlotte uh flair fan but she gets busy in the ring and they both got busy like um you know, she had, uh, let's see, Ronda in, like, in the figure eight. And, like, you know, um, I thought, you know, during that match, like, you know, um, Ronda was going to actually have her tap out in her with a, a signature move. But, like, that didn't really, uh, you know, happen. But, you know, um, Charlotte got the win. Charlotte got the win. And, like, that was a good match, by the way. It wasn't bad. It's just, you know, I'm expecting more for Ronda Rousey. You know, since she's been in, you know, the WWE for like the past, you know, couple years now. I know she took like, you know, a year or two years off. But like, you know, hopefully she'll get better over time. Like you, like I said, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, hopefully she'll get better. Now, we are going to talk about The Miz versus Miz, Paul Logan versus Dominic and uh, Rey Mysterio. Yo, I'm going to say something right here, right now. Paul Logan looks really good in the ring. Like, he looks very comfortable. Like, you know, the opposite of Ronda Rousey. Like, you know, he did uh, Eddie Guerrero's move. I think it was the, uh, the Flog Splash. I'm trying to remember the name, but he looked... You know, like, he was in his own, like, he has a good shot, you know, 
being like, you know, a star in the WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like, he really looked good. And, like, you know, I really thought Dominic and Rey Mysterio were going to win. I really thought so. But they, you know, didn't. But, like, it was still a good match. But The Miz turned on Logan Paul. Like, we know The Miz can be a sneaky dude. But I love The Miz. Shout out to The Miz, bro. And we're going to talk about Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. My man. My man Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Kevin Owens. Like, you know, it was a segment. It was a little show. Like, you know, he invited Stone Cold to get up on the ring. And then, like, you know, he was, like, kind of, like, you know, instigating, like, yo, hey, I could beat Austin. I will, you know, not, you know, Stone Cold out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, as they having that little uh, back and forth in the ring. But they finally had that match. Stone Cold looked like he hasn't lost a step. And honestly, he looks actually healthy. Stone Cold looked really healthy. Like for a 57-year-old man. And like, you know, they went outside the ring. They did a couple of suplexes to each other. And like, you know, um, he hit Stone Cold with the stunner Kevin Owens. But like, you know, Steve kicked out. And then he tried to hit Steve with a chair, but it bounced off his head. And then Stone Cold you know, hit Kevin Owens with the stunner, and he pinned him one, two, three, and that was the end of the match, and I was like, yo, this is what I love about wrestling, yo, and like, yo, Austin is like, you know, of course, one of my favorites, and like, I grew up watching Stone Cold, man, like, Stone Cold, you know, means a whole lot to me, you know, for my childhood, him and The Rock, you know, having like, you know, um, memories, and you know, classic memories at wrestlemania or like whether it's raw smackdown or in the ring and like you know it's been 19 years since he last wrestled it's been 19 years and like you know it looks like stone cold hasn't lost a step also um he started his career in dallas and like you know um a while uh years ago and like you know he uh it's cool that he wrestled in Dallas where he first started and like you know he's having that main event Wrestlemania match which well yeah this is because of the main event of Wrestlemania it's not like no title match or anything like that but like him having a match 19 you know years later after he lost to The Rock like in Dallas Texas where he first started his career like years ago I'm like, that is super big from the over 70,000 fans. I'm like, yo, that has to be a great feeling, yo. Shout out to Stone Cold. Hopefully, one day I will be on his podcast, man. That would be so great. And then we're going to talk about my favorite match of the night. The match of the night. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Bell. Air, man, like, bro, what I mean, this is probably going to be the match of the match of the year. Like, I'm like, yo, okay, first of all, you know, the entrance for like, you know, Bianca Belair, you know, she had the marching band, you know, she uh came out to the marching band and Becky, you know, did her thing. And like, you know. Becky, you know, 
even though I'm not big on to like, you know, this new Becky, I'm more of the man Becky. The, you know, when she was the man, not this bougie, you know, um, Becky right now, but I'm not taking anything away from her in-ring skills. But this match, man, from start to finish, a freaking plus match. Like, yo, they were going back and forth. Like, Becky was giving her the works in the beginning. But me and Shamal was like, yo, Becky going to end up losing because, like, you know, we know how, you know, matches, like, set up. Like, usually, like, Wendy the uh, heel or somebody or the baby face, like, you know, gets, like, the upper hand in, like, the beginning of the match. They end up losing at the um at the end. But, like, you know, there was a lot of turn points. Like, there was a lot of, um like, slams on the ring. Like, uh, they were, like, fighting outside. Um, Bianca, you know, had her eyes swollen. Her eye was swollen. But, like, you know, um, bro, she um, prevailed and got her redemption and, like, hit Becky Lynch with the, uh, you know, the kiss of death. And I was like, yo, the EST got it back. Like, yo, she got, you know, her revenge. She got her revenge. And, like, man, it was a great moment, bro. Because, like, Bianca Belair, besides, you know, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, China, you know, all my favorite women wrestlers, right? And also Trish Stratus. But, like, you know, Bianca, you know who Bianca Belair reminds me of? Bianca Belair reminds me of so much of British Bulldog, bro. She reminds me of so much how powerful she is, how strong she is, how athletic. Like, British Bulldog was very, very athletic back in the day, man. But, like, yo, it was a great match. Five out of five match. And, like, shout out to Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair, you know, for pulling off, you know, a great, you know, classic at WrestleMania. So, like, match of the night. But let's move on to night two. Right? Night two. So, night two, right? We had um, Triple H starting off the show, leaving his boots in the ring, you know, showing love to the people in the crowd, like, you know, having, like, you know, it was very emotional because he announced his retirement. And, like, you know, it's, you know, it was hard. It was heartfelt because, you know, we all love Triple H, even though he is one of the biggest heels in wrestling history i love triple h i was watching like you know um what is that him and china had it was a all time i um i was watching on my way back from atlanta and like you know looking at back like you know looking at that video was like so many memories of like what this man put into the ring but it was very emotional shout out to triple h but future hall of famer bro is he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I think he is. But, like, if he's not, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. It's Triple H. But, um, yeah, RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus, you know, the Alpha Academy. Man, I knew RK Bro was going to win this match. But, like, the Street Profits did they think. Like, yo, they were doing some stuff off the turnbuckle like you know flipping around i'm like yo bro 
these guys are real athletes. And, like, you know, it was a great match. And, like, but I knew RK Bro was going to win. Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Like, um, I didn't think this match was bad. Like, I thought, you know, possibly. They really are pushing Omos to be, like, the next big thing. Like, um, but Bobby Lashley pulled off the win. It's just, you know, something about Omos, I feel like he needs some more training in the ring. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just he doesn't, like, you know, I feel like the crowd is not really feeling him. And I know they're not. Like, you know, Omos, you know, he's a big, heavy guy. You know, he has a couple of moves. He reminds me of John Gonzalez. Like, back in, like, you know, when he fought The Undertaker back at WrestleMania 9. He didn't really do that much. But he's just a big body. Hopefully, you know, he doesn't, like, you know, end up like the great Kyle Lee or anything like that. Because the great Kyle Lee was, like, remember how the great Kyle Lee was, like, you know, going to, was supposedly be this next big thing and he ended up being a flop. I feel like that's what's going to happen to Omos, honestly, yo. Like, Bobby Lashley put him in a couple of moves and that was the match and that was it. And I was like, yeah, Bobby Lashley pulled that one off. Now, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Bro, that has got to be one of the most entertaining matches I've seen. Like, they was really going hardcore. Not like... ECW, you know, Mankind or Cat the Jack Hardcore, but it was pretty entertaining. Like, it was not like a big time, you know, wrestling match, but like he had most of the members from Jackass, except for like Steve O to come in to like, you know, help him out in the system. But like, yo, it was a cool match. It was very entertaining. Now, we're going to talk about the match of the night. In my opinion, Edge versus AJ Styles, it may have not been like a, you know, a five-star classic, but it was a really good match. Here's the thing about Edge. Edge knows how to put on a good performance at every WrestleMania. He puts his body on the line, knowing that he had um, so many surgeries throughout his career, and like... I can't think of one bad WrestleMania match Edge was in. And AJ Styles did this thing. But, like, you know, um, Damian uh, Priest, you know, distracted AJ Styles. And, like, you know, um, Edge, you know, pulled off the win. And, like, yo, Edge and Damian Priest, it seems like they may be a tag team, you know, in the future. Or he might be, you know, his understudy, Mr. Priest. He might be Edge's understudy. But, like, you know, um, really great match. Really great match. And then we had, you know, the women um, tag team match with Carmella, Queen um, Zelina, Sasha Banks, Naomi, Live for Brutality, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. Like, this match was decent. Like, this match was, um, you know, I thought the entrance was Naomi. And uh, Sasha Banks was pretty cool. They was coming out with, like, green uh, Lamborghinis. And the match, like I said, was decent, like I said. Um, you know, it's not, like, a super classic or, like, you know, I don't want to say, it, yeah, yeah, well, it was a filler match, pretty much. It was, like, a filler match. But, you know, Sasha and Naomi pulled off the win. I'm happy for two black queens, you know, 
winning that night, being the new tag team champions, women tag team champions. And shout out to all the ladies, you know, in that whole match for real because they put a lot of work, you know, you know what I'm saying? That I feel like the women in the WWE have to work extra harder than the men. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's a, you know, dominant male sport. But, like, you know, the women are, like, putting their chips in. And, like, you know, the it it it's working. You know what I'm saying? They're getting more of a respect thing. But, like, the match was good overall. And, um, wow. Uh, who also wrestled that night? Um, I'm going to get to the main event in a little bit. But uh, I think it was a pet... Uh, Pat McAfee, the announcer, and he was also, uh, I, I hope I'm getting his name right. He faced uh, Austin Theory, and that match was actually good. That was a good match. That was a good match. But um, they had Vince McMahon coming out, and I'm like, Vince McMahon is wrestling? Like, I'm like, hold up. Vince McMahon at 70-something years old is still wrestling. And, like, yo, Vince looked like he's still in shape. Vince looked like he is still in shape. But, like, he ended up beating Pat. But, you know, um, Stone Cold, you know, had to come out. Yo, you had to get Stone Cold. And, like, come on. That has got to be one of the biggest rivalries. And, like, no, nah, that is the biggest rivalry in wrestling history. Um Stone Cold and like you know uh Vince McMahon and then he ended up you know stunning you know Vince McMahon in the ring Austin Theory and Pat I was like yo this is crazy I love Stone Cold and he brought his brother out it was like how many Stone Cold stunners and like the first stunner he kind of like missed it but like you know um for uh Vince but he still ended up giving a Vince a stunner, man. I'm like, geez. Bringing like 98, 99 memories. But uh, also, we're going to talk about the main event. The main event. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Here's my thing. The WWE hype this matchup to be the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's not. It's not. It was not. It was far from it. Like, it was not a bad match, but it was mediocre at best. Like, um, if I'm going to be nice, I will probably put it like, I said mediocre, but I'll probably, if from a 1 to a 10, I give it like a 5. Like, though I knew... There wasn't going to be any, like, technical skills in this match. Because that's not what they're known for. Especially Brock and Roman. Like, it was a bunch of Superman punches. A bunch of spears. A bunch of F5s. And, like, there was this one moment where uh, Paul Heyman, where he's, like, begging, like, oh, Brock, please come back. And then, you know, um, Roman Reigns, you know, spared him into the barricade. And, like, you know, it's... Really, you know, kind of overused in a way. Like, we've seen that plenty of times. It wasn't really creative. And, like, at one point, I thought it was going to be super bloody because, like, um, Brock Lesnar took off his gloves. And, like, he um, 
like I thought he was gonna get into some UFC MMA type of stuff, like leaving Roman Bloody because he took off his gloves. I'm like, yo, this is gonna get serious. But you know, it was the match. Like I'm kind of disappointed in it. I'm very disappointed, even though I knew Roman was gonna win. I wanted Roman to win. I want Roman to win because it will make a lot more sense for him to get the victory because he's not a part-time wrestler. Brock Lesnar is. But, like, you know, um, the match was, like I said, below average, a five, you know, out of a ten match. But, like, you know, I'm not mad at it. I'm just disappointed. But, like, yeah, that is my review on WrestleMania 38. And uh, I will be back taking a brief intermission, and we will be talking about the Russell Wilson, Sierra, and Shannon Crowder story. Y'all stay tuned. Time for me to pursue. Shorty so fine and she know she bad. Know she bad. Got my attention showing all that bad. All the bad. Type of ass giving man a heart attack. Heart attack. Drop it to the floor when she brought it back. Pop, pop, pop. Oh, she all that. All that. So glamorous. Oh, she all that. All that. Looking like a model. She all that. All that. So damn fine and she knows that. She knows that. Welcome back to the Free Spirit Podcast. And man, I was in the car yesterday, right? Driving. And I pulled, I saw this video, right? And it was Channing Crowder talking about Russell Wilson and how he is a square. And if he wasn't Russell Wilson, Sierra would not be with him. And when I first saw the video, I was like, hold up. Um, Well, if anybody don't know who Channing Crowder is, Channing Crowder was a football player who played for the Miami Dolphins, and he was a linebacker. He was, I'm not going to say, he wasn't that of a great of a player that I remember. But um, like he had a career, like he lasted for like maybe like five, six years. But um, he attacked Russell Wilson, saying like, "Hey, um, Russell Wilson is a square. Like you know, she wouldn't be with him if he didn't have all that money. And like you know, she's better off for future. Like you left future for Russell Wilson. Like really? Like you left future for Russell Wilson? Man, he's a square." You know, I feel like when a guy has that kind of that, he, first of all, he sounded stupid. Like, he really sounded very ignorant. Like, when a person evolves, like, when women evolve from, like, you know, a toxic place, like, yo, um, I have nothing against Future. I have nothing against Future. I actually like some of his music. I like that mixtape he did with Drake. Like, do you know the, uh, I'm trying to figure out what is that mixtape called? Uh, what a time to be alive. I think that's the mixtape, but you know, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, that was a cool one. I think he's a decent artist. Like he's been consistent throughout the years of music, but he has a history of women that, you know, he has a bunch of baby mothers. 
he lets you know right there, like, he is not the relationship guy. Honestly, he's not the relationship guy. And, like, Sierra upgraded. She found a guy that was, you know, interested in her, loved her for who she is, and, like, you know, started having babies with her. And, like, yo, Russell Wilson is one of the most successful football players of all time. Like, first of all, he's a Super Bowl champion right there. Second, he has how many Pro Bowls? He has, like, I think, I'm trying to figure out how many Pro Bowls. He's a numerous uh, Pro Bowler. Like, he was the, uh, he's the face, he was the face of the, uh, what is that team? Seattle Seahawks. And, like, you know, um, he's a real successful guy, a guy that doesn't, and he's, like, a true role model for kids. Like, he's not a bad boy. He's not in these streets. He's a very responsible guy. He's a family man. He take care of, like, you know, his priorities. And, like, he look out for, like, you know, he's a, you know, somebody that I admire who is in the black community. And he does, you know, something, you know, good for the black community. And, like, yo, bro, Sierra, like, picked up a winner. Like, yo, look at that, yo. She, I'm going to say this, too. Sierra looks very very happier like you know she's you know glowing every time she's with russell wilson and like yo russell wilson like i said is pretty rich as well so like you know what i'm saying he's very successful but like i feel like channing crowder's just hating another nigga just hating you know what i'm saying he has that old mindset of like okay uh oh she's using him Nigga, how do you know she's using him? You're not in a relationship. It sounds like the dude is jealous. It sounds like, you know, he probably, you know, wants to be in a relationship with Future. <laughs> but, like, yo, it sounds like, he sounds like one of those old dudes that's like, yo, um, has that mindset of, like, once you like bad boys, you always going to be attracted to bad boys. Yo, people freaking change, bro. You got to... People grow up. You know what I'm saying? I don't do the same stuff that I did when I was like 19, 20 years old. Bro, I'm 31. People change. Like, yo, once you reach that certain age, like, you become a dad. You, you know, you become a mom. You you get married. Like, you have a family. You have a house. You have all these things. But he has, like, one of those mindsets, like, you know, once a girl, you know, is attracted to a certain type of man that's all she's gonna see and i'm like yo bro get out of that old crap mentality fam like yo it sounds like you know he's a straight up hater but like yo that is my take man about the whole thing like you know sierra's happy russell's happy and like people like you know channing crowder you know just jealous and like you know you just gotta not even acknowledge those people for real you just got to leave them where they're going to be at. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a knock to him. It's just, you know, his philosophies is, you know, is, you know, is kind of antiquated. You know what I'm saying? It's very old. It's very, you know what I'm saying? What's that word? It's like, you know, it's fruitless. You know what I'm saying? It's old. Like I said, like, you know, you got to get out of that mindset.
But that is the episode for today. I hope everyone enjoyed it. I will be talking about uh I'm trying to like I will have more content next week. And like, you know, I'm trying to figure out what will be like the next free spirit talk. But like I'll come up with something. But it is your man Jay Swan. Thank you for listening to the eighth episode to the Free Spirit Podcast. Tune in next week. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all be safe. I'm out. Peace.